What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast. We got the boys in the studio. We're buzzing. Uh, myself, brother Frank, um, on the mic. Eli, what's going on, Eli? How's the music, buddy? <laughs> it's good. Wonder Wally. Is it, it music No, Wonder Wally. music yeah. All right, perfect. Jared, how about you, buddy? What's going on? Um, uh, uh, spreadsheets and tattoos. Oh, what? You're getting tatted? No. Oh. I was thinking snapbacks and tattoos, like the song, but spreadsheets and tattoos. <laughs> Those don't go. Yeah. If I don't win another bet all year, maybe I'll get a tattoo on my butt, like sags. Ooh, that would be crazy. You should have to submit five picks every week for the rest of the NFL. You're not, it's a lot because you're going to win one of them. All right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you guys dress up for Halloween in the office? Did anyone go to the office yesterday or today? No. I did not. Uh, we had, remember I told you guys last week we had a Halloween last Wednesday. Oh yeah, Wait, super random. Last Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. They had it super Weird. early. Forgot yeah. about that. But um, no, yeah, no one dressed up yesterday. I had like a meeting, virtual meeting, and people were dressed up. One guy was it? Who's the purple cheeseburger guy from McDonald's? The Hamburglar. Yeah, one guy was like in a giant yeah, hamburger. Dude no, with the milkshake. No, the hamburger's the thief. Nah, the milkshake Grimace. guy. The Grimace. Grimace. Yeah, yeah some dude was, was in a giant Grimace inflatable. <laughs> Looks so funny. On just the like meeting? just seeing That's him in funny. this little Grimace thing. Especially because it's, like, it's on Zoom. Like yeah. in person, you're like, okay, they dressed up in the office for Halloween, but like in Zoom, the guy's just in his house. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> in a Grimace costume. One dude had a pretty dope Spider Man costume. <laughs> his wife gets home, what the fuck are you doing? It's yeah, awesome. no, really weird. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. We well, I mean, my office wasn't too different. We did it today, so it's still kind of weird because it was the day after Right. Uh Halloween. It's Christmas. Yeah. And you guys are still dressing up yeah. for Halloween. <laughs> Did you guys get a good turnout for trick or treat yesterday? No, not at all actually. Um I think the uh the Trunco treat is really taking over. Taking over the trick or treat game. What's Trunco treat? It's like where it's just a parking lot and everyone parks in a spot, opens their trunk and they give out candy. Yeah, it's super lame compared oh. to what we used to so, do. So like you don't go like door to door in the neighborhood. You just go to this parking lot where everyone has their car. Seems risky. Yeah, it's sad, dude. What happened to the good old days? Dude, trick or treating was awesome. Go out yeah. with your boys, man. So get much a fun. Pillowcase, fill that bitch all the way to the top. Ball yeah. races, dude. We so Ash and I yesterday were playing like uh, a drinking game of we would like take a drink every time a kid would say um, like no like a kid would come up and not even speak words. And it was like there was less kids they that like came up and bag. said trick or treat or happy Halloween like. These kids have no social skills. They're just like, they walk up, they hold out their hands. Yeah, when I was younger, my dad forced us every single house to, you know, yell trick-or-treat. He was like, don't give him candy. Say it. Yeah. Say it. Yeah, and then you say thank you afterwards. Yeah. No thank you. Social interaction. Dude, this one kid just yeah. came up and took, like, two mega handfuls. Like, didn't even say anything. <laughs> just just boom, and just That's runs right away. That's a boss move, though. Well, That's pretty like solid. Future... Yeah, he's going to ruin yeah. a lot of people in corporate. Yeah, it's like a future CEO move. No, dude, but I just wanted to punch that kid right in the face, dude. Like, that's also the type of kid you want to steal to a candy. lot of CEOs out there. Yeah, not good, dude. What are your uh, top three candies when you used to trick-or-treat? Oh, man. Reese's, Sour Patch Kids. 
Oh man, the third's kind of tough because I do like Snickers a lot. Um, when I was younger, though, I was a big, just more um, gummy over chocolate when I was younger. Haribo. So maybe, yeah, Haribo, uh, gummy beat bears. Em. Can't mm. beat them. But number one's Reese's, Reese's, though, for sure. Very solid. I was uh, Baby Ruth one, Kit Kat number two, Take Five. I Take like Five it. came out like Take five. in the middle of my pre-adolescence, dude. <laughs> it came out a very, I was like 9, 10, 11 when it came out. Very strong age for such an incredible candy to be released. It was good. My, it's funny you said Baby Ruth. That's my three. I thought that I thought I was gonna be the only one with that. But I'm Reese's one, Sour Patch two, Baby Ruth is three. Yeah, if it See, wasn't, it's just nougat, right? Chocolate. Yeah, yeah it's it's got the it's, not it's got the nuts different. in there though. No, it, it's baby not Ruth? too far off yeah, from like a Snickers. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, the top. Some of them do. They have the Baby Ruth peanut versions. Oh, I've never. Yeah, they're good. I just thought you meant the original can like the original Baby Ruth. Yeah, no, they're all solid. I know is from the Goonies. Baby Ruth? Baby Ruth. No, I feel like Reese's would be my number three if, like, Take Five didn't have the peanut butter chocolate with the pretzel. Okay. You know, so that really like brings MMA it in. against boxing. Yeah, it really brings it all in for you. You know what I mean? That's fair. Strong stuff. I love stuff. Reese's, though, dude. Yeah, I, did, I do miss getting free candy on Halloween, though. I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to go tomorrow and get some pumpkins or something. There dude. you go. Fire oh, yeah. Up, get, like, three bags get all of the Reese's discount pumpkins. Bags. Yeah, strong discount, move. Discount candy. Yeah. That is a strong adult move. Ball out. Just dude. train your kids to say please and thank you, America. Please. Come on. And thank you. Like, have some manners. These kids have no social skills. What are we doing? Yeah. Okay, Jared, I know you had a question for us. I think it's more of a riddle than the question. <laughs> Not a riddle. All right. So, Are you trying to trick us? What's the hardest thing to start at work, but it's the easiest thing to do? The reason mm-hmm. I bring this up is because I've been um, cleaning spreadsheets for like eight different people. It's so easy, but I just do like to get into the groove. It is just incredibly cleaning spreadsheets, so hard. explain what you're doing exactly. It's a scrub. So, like, some of the data in there is either bad and needs to be, like, filled, um, or it's, like, stuff that shouldn't be in there, whether it's, like, you know, let's just say for, like, to keep it simple, it's, a, it's supposed to be a prospect list, and there's, like, customers in there, so you have to remove all them, add the data to anything that's missing that's, you know, relevant data. That's just, like, work. Dude, it's so it's easy, though. Maintenance. It's brainless Entry. You could listen to. Yeah, I could listen to Follow the Money or any any podcast. Like you could throw your headphones in and just start grinding. Yeah, I'm struggling. I kind of see where you're coming from because I'm the same way. So, like in the morning, the first hour of my time working is just doing things that I don't need to speak to anyone. Um, I just it's like more admin type work. So I throw in the headphones, listen to a podcast while I'm just doing that. But starting that. It's tough because I'm just scrolling on my phone. Yeah. It's and like I'm just the, like, okay, all I got to do is just throw in the headphones and start. Then I'm like, ah, what's well, going why on? Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just, uh, oh, man, it's really disappointing, honestly. I, like, I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, You're why can't moment, I just man. do it? Why can't I just, like, focus? Like, you could do probably like 300 accounts in an hour if you like just lasered in yeah, can't do it I, I dude. picture that meme of the guy looking in the mirror and like pointing at himself you know and he's like angry looking imagine doing that in the office bathroom Be hilarious some dude walks in <laughs> oh dude yeah today i went to take a poop and the janitor's in there 
this guy's an interesting fella. And, you know, I was raised, you treat the janitor just like the CEO. They're all, we're all human beings here. And so, like, I'll talk to him about stuff. And, but he's always, like, going, so he has, like, another job. And I don't really know what he does, but they're on strike. And then he's also going off how the one sink doesn't work and he has to reset the battery. Meanwhile, I'm just, like, in the stall pushing out a so turtle. Wait, he, he, you guys were talking. Like, so you walk in. He's already in there. Yeah, yeah, and he starts talking to me. Okay, like, so you walk in. You see him. Hey, you know, friendly hello. You start chit-chatting as you're walking towards the stall. Yeah, and then I'm in okay. there, and then he just, like, so I, I gave you, it kind of a point to like to end the conversation. And you open up the door and go in. Yeah, and then he just starts a new That's conversation. Crazy. Hell yeah. A complete <laughs> violation of the poop accord, dude. That's crazy, man. That's I was very thing. uncomfortable. I feel like that's the thing about janitors, though. Like, sometimes they're really cool, but then other times they'll, like, try to touch your dick or something. Yeah, it was uh, just like, dude, I don't want to, I just want to enjoy my poop, you know? No. Let me Not just allowed. think about how stressed I am instead of whatever's going on. I'll meet you out at the water cooler outside of the bathroom and we yeah. can talk, man. It was, uh, thou shalt not talk to a man while he's pooping unless said man is pooping alongside of him. Those should be the rules. Those are great rules to live by. Yeah. You live by those rules, you're going to heaven. I would hope so. fact. I would hope so. (laughs) Well, that's why we got beer for all the people not going to heaven. People like us. Degenerates. What are we drinking, boys? Is it called? The Citra Pop. Citra Pop. What a great name. Great name for a beer. Makes you feel like I'm a kid. Yeah. Drinking a beer. <laughs> Citra pop. Yeah, like something funky. Like back in the day, your parents are like grooving out to it. I kind of taste that when I'm drinking this. Crazy, right? Like the 80s when they used to wear like those Shag rainbow carpet. suits to the Disco. ski. Yeah, to like the ski resort. They have the rainbow suits on. That's what this yeah, tastes like. This thing pops in your mouth yeah. for sure. Tastes like snow bunnies. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, to me, it tastes uh, more pineapple-y. A little peach in there. Finishes with a grapefruit. Wish the drinkability was better. It's, uh, I think it was six. I just had it in front of me. It's like 6.4% ABV, something along there. So pretty strong. Um, but I don't think I can just drink these all day. Right up my alley though. You know, uh, you guys know I love a good citrus beer. Uh, it just, it just finishes too much grapefruit. Um, so I'm going to go still a solid score for me though. I'm going to go a 7.1. I think I had it. Which is on the lower end for me with these kind of beers, but still a really good score. Yeah, I um, the grapefruit is a little much. Surprising though, because you go right for the grapefruits uh, anytime there's claws around. I feel like I do. So I did not know that about you, Frank. Gra- grapefruit nooners. <sighs> yeah, this guy, he's all about it. Dude, is that his serial killer trait? It might be. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Nick has gin. Frankie has the grapefruit. <laughs> Um, you guys don't fuck with them at all? No. They're Man. not my favorite. Yeah, no one else I like likes them. I will drink them as a last resort if, like, that's all that's there. Yeah. Because, like, once you're on a seltzer wave, you can't, like, I can't be crushing seltzers and then be like, oh, I'm going to have a Miller Lite. Like, a beer. My palate ain't going to hang on. Yeah. Especially something like this, too. I mean, this has, like, a strong taste. Um, I don't know, I'm going to give it, like, a 7.6 because it, it does have a great body, like, Great body. Yeah, I think this beer is super smooth. Um, I, I'm on the other side of the fence with Frank. I think the drinkability is up there, man. Like, I think this beer is really refreshing. Um, Frank, you pretty much hit it on the head, dude. Like, it comes in with that pineapple flavor, and it definitely finishes with the grapefruit, but it's like a subtle, smooth finish 
Um, and it's really refreshing. I'm surprised that like this is on tap, like this time of year down at brew works. Like that's true. It's November 1st. It was brick as fuck out today. Basically Christmas. Yeah. I mean, Mariah Carey's blasting through the speakers and Nick Cannon's having his 15th kid and we're putting summer beers on tap. But, um, yeah, dude, I mean, all I can think about is just like being at the beach, drinking one of these or golfing and, um, you know, we're, we're holding on to fall as long as we can. So I'm going with the 8.4. I think this beer is really awesome and definitely one of my favorite Brewworks beers that I've tried. Boom. There it is. Our rating. Check it out. We do love Brewworks though. Uh, great, great hometown bar. I want to just touch back on Mariah Carey real quick. She really has created the infinite like money hack yeah. or um, cheat code. It's crazy. Like, you know, in GTA, all right, I want to get all the money. Like, you put in your little code and you just get millions of dollars. She's figured that out she in real life. is Christmas music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's crazy. Every year she comes out, she does new advertising, new things with her Christmas music. Every calls. I just, I just saw her in a commercial. The commercial was, it's like, okay, and this was before Halloween. It's like, okay, the camera opens up and it's just Mariah Carey and like, an icicle like she's just in a block of oh, ice yeah, and they go to like chisel her out <laughs> and it's like it's time yeah. get, go up there and get her do out your, our strongest yeah, soldier do your christmas christmas thing it's just crazy that's all so yeah i just it kind of triggered me when i saw that Dude, i feel like broke the system yeah it broke yeah like it was like a glitch in my head i think if jesus christ still walked the earth he'd probably face palm listening to that song dude like this is not what christmas is about all right it's about capitalism it's not about <laughs> no, music it, streaming, it is, though, but it is about capitalism. No, it's not. Yeah, big, big, uh, big Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> big Christmas, they, they, dude. It is it's real, huge. dude. It's so disappointing. Billion dollar industry. Oh man, yeah, I'd fa- I'm face palming, yeah. and I can't even walk on water. <laughs> it's true. Good thing we have sports to get us yeah. away from. I that. mean, dude, the fact that the World Series isn't even over and Mariah Carey, he's already like in my social media feed yeah. for Christmas. Like, dude, it's game five tonight. Can we get, can it we could, get a break it here? It could be over tonight though. Dude, so how would that affect five. your Mariah Carey meter? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Great question. I need to know. Oh, dude. I mean, my Mariah Carey meter is always at an all time low. Like, okay. I just, but if, if, if the Rangers win and finish the World Series tonight, is it full Mariah Carey time? So we so we need the Diamondbacks to fight Mariah Carey off. Yeah, I guess we're pulling for Zach Gallon tonight in as Game as, Five. As long as the World Series continues, it's not Mariah Carey time. Dude, I mean, I don't really trust Rob Manfred to beat Mariah Carey <laughs> in anything. So probably not even baseball. Yeah, I I was really rooting for the Diamondbacks, but it seems that um, it's about to strike midnight for them. They were the last team in, and it's starting to show. Uh, the Rangers were a really good team all year and competed all year. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they made the right moves in the offseason. Yeah, they bought their team, but it's obviously worth it. They're one game away from a World Series. They picked the right players. Corey Seager, he lives for the World Series. Dude, Another Reggie World Jackson Series MVP, man. Yeah, like, dude, it's crazy. He's played now in 77 games. He has uh, one more home run than Reggie Jackson, and they're tied in RBIs. That's so, crazy. And that he's also now like in the top five for most home runs in the World Series. Like if he hit, if if he hits one tonight, he'll be tied with Jeter, and I think it's at like twenty eight 
then it's like Altuve and I think Albert Pujols it will be, be number one. It will be the Rangers' first World Series, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and Bruce Bochy, dude, number four for that guy. Yeah, that's insane. He just wins World Series. Maybe the base, best baseball manager of our, like, adolescence through mid-20s. Well, what's crazy, didn't he take time off? Like, after he left the Giants, he, like, didn't yeah. manage at all. Yeah, came out of, came yeah, out of retirement. That's wild. So, ooh. Yeah, that little, sound was crazy. Little indigestion. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm. I was happy with this pairing. I know the ratings aren't doing too well, but fuck that. Who cares? I was the most happiest with this because I don't care who wins. Like I wasn't rooting for one side and would have hated if the other side won. I really didn't care. I was pulling for the Diamondbacks, but like I have no. Like I'm content with the Rangers winning. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I hope they win. I, dude, R.I.P. R.I.P. If you had Adolis Garcia World Series MVP, yeah, that sucks. Either pre-flop or betting it before the series, like or game one. I mean, dude, that guy was having a hell of an October too. I mean, I think what? six straight games with home runs. Yeah, dude, that's that's like seven, unheard of, bro. Home crazy. runs in six games. Yeah, and in huge spots, game yeah. seven dinger, like that grand slam, just to. To, send them to in win there in the game yeah not dude yeah walk off dinger like yeah. come on how bro. sick is that yeah so Co- i mean Corey seager ties it up yeah and then in the ninth and then he walks it off he gets oh. hit in the fucking hand too Crazy. with like a 96 mile per hour heater gets smoked in the hand i can't imagine that feels good at all and then like the bruising and the probably the stiffness that you would get and then the like come back two innings later and like just hit an oppo taco ding dong <laughs> With like pretty much one hand is That's ridiculous great. manpower. Um, so I just, dude, I feel bad for that guy too. Like they're probably going to win and he's not, he's been such a huge part of that team and the yeah, world series yeah, run. But just because he's going to miss the last two games dude. doesn't mean anything, dude. He's would you, celebrate. as a player though, like wouldn't oh, you want to yeah. be on the field for the final out? Yeah, like, for sure. But it would suck even more if the Rangers went on to lose and he couldn't do anything about oh, dude, it. Like, I would write win. that guy a love letter. Yeah. I would just be like, dude, I'm so sorry. You're yeah, probably not going to read this. Gonna so I'm win, sorry. Man. So I, I think he's going to celebrate. Yeah, I think just Evaldi the same. shoves tonight, dude. Yeah. How about Evaldi and Montgomery? Just yeah. Every good Yankees pitcher, <laughs> Brian Cashman's like, <laughs> nah, Frankie Montas. That's the guy we want. It's what basically a, Washington with coaches. Yeah. Nate Evaldi's going to win a second World Series after departing from from the Bronx. Crazy. Yeah, good thing we didn't hold on to that guy. <laughs> just let him shit on us in 2019, and then drag us down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Drag this down. Oh, dude, it's a nightmare. Okay. Um, let's end up World Series talk. Some good talk, but I, I, I don't think it's going to be over tonight, but I think it's going to be over in the next two games. I do think the Diamondbacks win tonight, um, at home, and then the Rangers win the first game back in Texas. But the first college football playoff standings just dropped this past Tuesday. I love how they a do joke. the show. It's kind of excitement. A joke. It is kind of crazy, but I just feel like they know how to position it in a way where, like, games down the line are going to matter. Nah, so, it's a travesty. Like, like, for example, Washington and Oregon at five and six, but Michigan and Ohio State play each other. So whoever loses that game is going to drop out of the top five. So you obviously lose one there. Um, I mean – Oh no, Ohio State was one, right? Yeah. They were one, Georgia two, Florida State three, Michigan four, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, okay. I did see a thing where um 
only two times since the playoff started, a team ranked outside of the first initial top six makes the playoff. Um, and a team outside of the top 10 has never made the playoff in the first ranking. Yeah. So that That's, is kind of crazy. Dude, it's just, a, uh, how do you put Michigan in the top four when they've played absolutely no one? Like, how do you look the Pac 12, 19 and two, and you put, Michigan in there over an undefeated Washington. Who has Michigan played? Washington has huge wins, dude. Huge wins. Oklahoma or uh, Oregon State, huge win. They beat they beat Oregon. I mean, and then uh, I'm just disappointed. And yeah. then on top of the fact, all the scandals around Michigan, I can't believe the committee was like willing to put them in the top four. That's pretty Dude, crazy. The NCAA they ain't doing shit. You know how slow they move. By the time, if anything does come from the, the whole Connor Stallion stuff, by the time it, it passes judgment and it swings down, Harbaugh might be with the Bears or the Chargers. Like, yeah, probably. They're going to take, take a couple of years at this point. To, they're still investigating shit that Harbaugh did during COVID with the cheeseburger. They're still investigating that, dude. And it's how long ago is that? Dude. Like, they're just so slow. I hate the NCAA. Yeah, they suck. But like I said, I think Michigan Ohio State's going to knock one of them out. And then I think the winner of the Washington Oregon Pac 12 championship game is going to be in for sure. Um, if Florida State loses one game, they're done. Now, as long as if they, if they lose a game but win the ACC, they're going to be in. Because I think conference championship matters. What's going to get crazy is if. Alabama beats LSU this week, and then they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. That and would Georgia get doesn't lose to anyone else. That's yeah, that would get difficult because they're going to put in two SEC schools. They're just going to so. Annoying. So then, what you put in the winner of the Pac-12 and the winner of the Big Ten, but then where does that leave? You know, if Texas goes on and it's Texas Oklahoma in the in the Big Twelve championship, what do you do Dude. there? If Texas yeah. wins and they they're the Big Twelve winner with one loss. How about Kansas winning outright as a nine and a half point underdog? First time in thirty years, and no one was there. Yeah. Did you watch that game? Dude, there was no. What the hell are we doing? Can what else is there to do in Kansas besides pound beers and go watch a great college football game? Yeah, that was cool, dude. Wait, hold on. Speaking of Halloween, did you see, um, dude? Paul Howard maybe had the best Halloween costume you I've ever seen in my life, dude. He was Bobby Petrino. After he got in the motorcycle accident before oh, the press uh, conference, he came in with the neck brace. Dude, he's got the ne- look at it. he's got the neck brace. He's got the blood on his face. <laughs> he's got the what is it? The sugar bowl hat on or whatever. That what was the bowl game so, that year? It was a sugar bowl. Yeah, he's got he. It's like an authentic hat too. That is hilarious. You know what's funny too? That motorcycle accident. They found out that the woman he was cheating on his wife with was on the motorcycle with yeah. him. Wild. Like just say he. I mean, he obviously got fired, but dude, that he was really good at Arkansas. Like, if that doesn't happen, if that motorcycle accident doesn't happen, he's probably the head coach of a Power Five football team right now. Most likely, yeah. The talking about the he SEC, was like the rising star when he came was at to Arkansas. mind. Yeah, so uh, that's funny. That's well, a great costume, dude. Right, one of the best. The creativity on that is a million out of ten. College football always delivers. I'm sure it will again this year. I'm really excited. Dude, the for fact it. that you know, because I've been complaining about this for as long as we've been doing this pod is just how how much of a joke the four team playoff is it's not Next a playoff different it's a fucking it's a willy wonka factory golden ticket and it doesn't matter what you do they only care about ratings dude they had the 12 team playoff this year look at this television 
Think about this. It's the holidays. You're hanging out with your family and you're firing. If it was a 12 team playoff and it started today, you have Alabama eight against Oklahoma nine. Winner would go on to play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Michigan against Tulane. Think about how crazy that is. A school like Tulane could get some clout. And then they would play Washington in the Fiesta winner of that game. You got Texas, Old Miss. Winner would play Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Oregon against Penn State would then, winner would go on to play Florida State in the Orange Bowl. How, dude, how robbed do you feel that we have to wait to get this? That would be pretty awesome. And in a season where the Pac 12 is just lighting up the world, and then they're not even going to be a conference next year. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Dude, how silly. How, what is going on? It would be even crazier if Oregon goes on to win. I do love them. I know I'm a little late to this, um, and people got way better numbers. But Dan Lanning has that defense playing like an SEC defense. I truly do think they can compete. 14-1 to Oregon through that in the cooler. Um, they just got to be Washington in the Pac-12 championship game, and they are in the playoff, guarantee you. Um, so, yeah. I do like that. College football has just been so awesome this yeah, year, dude. It's going to be great. I it's want more chaos. I want more new teams. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for it. Can't wait for that BAM LSU game this weekend. Yeah, that's going to be good. Um, okay, big boy football. And I'm talking about the NFL, baby. A lot went down. Trade deadline passed. Um, the losers became sellers. The contender, or no, the winners became became, I guess, even more contenders. Um, a lot of shit went down, boys. Where should we start? This last week with games, the trade deadline. Where do you guys want to go from here? You mean event, Eli? You want us to counsel you to our best uh, of our abilities? Uh, I, we can do. We can talk about the trades. The, the funniest thing about the trade deadline is Josh Harris just woke up that morning on a war path, dude. <laughs> Got rid of Chase Young, Montez Sweat, and James Harden from Philly. So that man had that day circled on his calendar like 30 times, clearly, because he was just bringing down hell. Um, you know, standard standard pain as a Washington fan. Um, we We expect this. For sure. I mean, realistically, we're not going to end up buying Chase Young's contract when he asks for a contract. And Montez Sweat, I don't know if he was going to end up staying or not, but he's not going to stay with the Bears after that trade. So at least I got a little equity. You expect the ownership to want a clean house. They want it to be their product. They don't want to adopt the product, especially from a guy like Snyder. So I get that. Um, That's a really optimistic and mature take from you, dude. Well, here, okay, so here's the pissed off part, right? <laughs> so, all right, give me a range. I'm gonna be three decades old, and I've never seen success as a Washington fan. The two successful times I've ever seen are RG3 when he died against the Seahawks in the playoffs. It's like one of the only playoff games I've ever seen as a Washington fan. And the other is Alex Smith when he died, dude, because we were one of the best teams in NFC because the defense was good with Chase Young. Thanks, Frank. But fast forward now, I understand why my frustration comes in. I get like triggered when people say they're in a rebuild, dude. There's no re. <laughs> There's just no re with teams like Washington. Like it's not a rebuild. The re indicates that a build happened. 
succeeded and then came apart and they have to rebuild it. It's just like a build organization. Where they all, Dude, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Dude, I'm struggling right now, but that yeah, that's it's Where's Joe Gibbs when you need him, dude? NASCAR probably. You just dude. need Joe Gibbs to put a 2010 Washington logo on a race car, drive it into FedEx dude. Field, and fix everything. After Sam probably Howell's costed a million dollars in liability and damage. But At least we have Sam Howell. Yeah, we'll see. The offense is good, dude. You guys, there's there's definitely things to look forward to. Frank, how do you feel about... The Leonard Williams trade. Yeah, I'll go right into I'm it. a little salty because the Ravens have Seattle this week, and I'm really nervous about what he's going to bring on the, you know, on, with that Seattle yep, defense. So um, nothing new here. Giants suck. Um, they're not. Boys are killing it. <laughs> they're not uh, going to do anything this year. So it's it's re- pretty obvious that the Giants were sellers at the trade deadline. Um, love the trade. I do think it works out both sides, but I do think the Giants did get more value out of that. The Giants traded for Leonard Williams in 2019 for a third and fifth round pick, and they just traded him uh, four years later. So he's four years older, and they got a second and fifth round pick out of him. So um, Equity. Pretty yeah, solid move. Yeah, very solid move by Joe Shane. Again, we aren't going anywhere, so they shipped him out. Um, so that was nice. And, um, yeah, we're just going to weather the storm. Uh, looking forward to the future. Like I said last week, during the game in the moment, I'm going to be rooting for the win. But Monday through Saturday, I hope they lose and just give me the best draft pick possible at this point. So that's where I'm at. All right, Jared, um, let's talk about the Ravens because people in the NFL aren't looking as good, um, a.k.a. the Chiefs, um, the 49ers. Um, Ravens have been getting better, though. So I do want to hear that. Um I'm I'm definitely nervous this week. It's um no you know, you can you can go and look on at anything. Lamar Jackson, uh he's not the best as a home favorite. And that's pretty much news to no one. And obviously Leonard Williams coming in. Gus Edwards has been going off the last two weeks. So I think um, you know, he might be able to help stop with the with the the Ravens run game. Um and Lamar is twelve and twenty-one ATS as a NFL home favorite. Scary numbers. Um, obviously, the Lions win. Their defense sucks. Not as good as Seattle. Geno Smith's been throwing picks though, so we'll see. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I think this week is huge. Um, Seattle's a first place team right now, believe it or not. And I think if we get this win before kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of the schedule where we have all these home division games coming up. Four dubs in a row would be would be nice. I think there's a lot more out of the offense that's still coming, and they, they've been saying that all year. Rashad Bateman showed some, some promise last week. Zay Flowers is going to keep getting better, and I know Frank is in and Lamar plus 550 MVP. Yes, I think he's going to light it up this yep. week, and I think in the next week or two, he will be a favorite or co-favorite. And I think that's absolutely true, especially if the Chiefs beat the Dolphins this week, too. It doesn't play well, and Lamar continues to light it up and has a great game Sunday. Well, the best possible scenario would just be a both teams are, uh, you know, Chiefs-Dolphins. Both teams are groggy. It's in Germany. Uh, all their, you know, their time is off. Their time, their internal clock 
is off and just like a a shit show, drag it out, maybe like a 17-10 game, that would be ideal. That would be nice. Yeah. I like what the Dolphins did, um, leaving early though. That's obviously been, been proven. The Ravens did that. They looked really good against the Titans. Um, and the Jags, you know, did that first game. They went early. They're like pros over across the pond. Um, but there, there, there's, uh, there's weight to that. Teams that fly out early opposed to teams that fly out two or three days, uh, before the game tend to play better. Um, Makes sense. You know, whatever body clock, who knows? Adjust to everything, too, dude. I've you only ever to traveled food, less. Like, you adjust to everything. Yeah, I mean, different. you're eating beans and bullshit for four days. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, no, but, they definitely have better food in Germany than London. Yeah, probably. Or England. Do it, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? UK is uh, <laughs> nine. Um, yeah. I just want, I just hope the AFC Championship finally goes through another city. I'm sick and tired of. Um, Kansas City hosting it. I think Patrick Mahomes been to like six straight AFC Championship games now. Um, so it would be nice. They did take a crazy loss against Denver. Um, Brutal. I mean, just it was unreal. Uh, they couldn't stop turning the ball over. I think uh, Russell Wilson, his stat line was like 100-something yards with three touchdowns. They just kept getting the ball in, in plus territory. Um, and what? Uh, Mahomes had the flu, he said. Flu game. Yeah, yeah it was a flu game. Um, yeah, I mean, if the Dolphins shock the world here, I mean, I guess not shock the world because I don't think it's anything crazy if the Dolphins do beat the Chiefs, but the Dolphins have got beaten up when they try to take that step up in class in, in teams. I mean, they beat up on the bad teams, uh, but they obviously lost to the, the Bills and the Eagles. Eagles so smoke gonna, them Yeah, going to be uh, um, very interested of, to see. A lot of... Suspects officiating still, in that still, game. Though, dude. They were up fourteen and kneeled on the five. Yeah, they were, but I, I agree. The Eagles were just so much more physical than the Dolphins. I don't think anything. No, it's a lot easier happen. to get physical when you can get away with three holds and a face mask. Yeah, no. The, the, Welcome to the NFL. It was definitely That's questionable, quite, but brutal. The, the Eagles were just in control the whole game. I don't know. We'll see what happens in Germany, though. Um, it would be sick. I'm I'm rooting for the Dolphins. I need to shoot out for fantasy purposes, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, looking oh, looking forward. A lot of good yeah, games. Hopefully it's fun. Great start to the Sunday, dude. How about it? Yeah. I mean, nine thirty a.m. Right. Get after Can't it. beat it. Can I just backtrack real quick? I am a little sad that the Ravens didn't make a move. I love the confidence and how they're feeling. And I think if Rashard Bateman plays like a first round draft pick, probably not necessary to go out and get somebody. But dude, there were three backs out there. I mean, you could even have called and tried for Devontae Adams just to develop the super team. Where are the Raiders going? He wants out. Um, and Bullcut doesn't want to pay anyone anyway, so why not go for it? But, I mean, Henry, Barkley, Jacobs on the board, and, and we didn't do anything. So, I mean, it definitely speaks volumes to how the front office feels about their ability to compete. Um, and I'm I'm right there with you, Frank. I got the... I'm chafing from the Chiefs, and I'm tired of seeing the AFC go through Arrowhead. Let's get some new blood in there. I don't want the Ra- I, I want the Ravens to be the one seed, but I got 2019 in the back of my mind still from Derrick Henry just being a transformer. But whatever. Um, I got some ATS numbers for you guys. Yeah, let's hear them so, real quick. Let's uh, let's go best teams in the NFL against the spread. Um, Detroit Lions six and two. Jacksonville Jaguars six and two, Miami Dolphins six and two, Baltimore Ravens five and three, 
Um, some of your worst teams against the spread. These are the teams that fare. The Bears, 2-5-1. Chargers, 2-4-1. Broncos, 2-4-1. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are the ATM this year. They're 1-5-1. and You get the Giants, 2-5-1. and Sorry, Frank. And, um, I think those are all the, those are all the bad teams. So, how about, how about that though? If you would have told me, I understand the lines were like pretty hyped up, but great team, good teams win, great teams cover. You told them they were 75% against the spread this year. I probably would have laughed in your face, honestly. I could see them being good, but to, to be winning and covering as favorites, I understand they haven't played too much of a, a gauntlet of a schedule, but good for Dan Campbell. Good for those guys. Whatever. Yeah, excited. I, I think um, their last playoff win came in the 90s. Yeah, 93. So, yeah, that would be so, very nice yeah, uh, for the you know, Lions. Lions fans deserve it. They've been waiting. Uh, Survivor, you still alive? No, I'm out. I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. Week, Sorry uh, um, what was it, week seven? Yeah, because I wasn't alive this last. Yeah, week seven. I might ask you last week and forgot. Sorry to cut open an old wound no um, it's here runoff survivor if you quick. were alive who would you take this week let me ask nah, you that i mean i would have to look at the schedule who i picked all right so here's I, what I i'm thinking know. i'm not in it anymore so i don't look here's what i'm thinking i've used the ravens dolphins chiefs giants rams and who am i missing i'm missing someone i don't remember and i'm not going to waste time trying to figure it out uh games i have circled taylor heineke starting for the falcons this week I did see that. Love you said that. Vikings last Dog. week on the road. Sneaky play. If you were in, I yeah. bet on him. So thank you for uh, winning me some money. Um, but yeah, Heineke against the Vikings. How how much time does Josh Dobbs really have to learn this offense to come in and be effective? He's been feisty this year. But are the weapons in Minnesota he, right now? He's a nuclear physicist. That bro. much better than nope. And I love Taylor Heineke. I I thought he should have been playing um, already. Desmond Ritter. Sucks. Heineke's um, the goat. You know, may, maybe Desmond Ritter has more upside in the future, but right now Taylor Heineke is the better quarterback for that team. Uh, so I do like that play. Yeah. What about uh, Browns against the Cardinals? Backup quarterback battle, probably. Browns right now are eight point favorites. Who the hell is starting for the Cardinals this week? Does anybody know yet? Yeah, Clayton Toon, I believe, is their backup. I feel like it's probably, God, you got to take the Browns. Because, yeah. like, the uncertainty with Washington, yeah, the defense is nasty, but when are you going to use them again? Right? I mean. Yeah, very true. Some sneaky plays, maybe. Uh, Saints over Bears. Uh, Bears. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, they're just, it's, just, it's tanking for them as well. Yeah, we just ran down um, their ATS numbers. Saints are, are Still fighting for that division. They could very well. I mean, I think they're in first place in that division right now, I believe. NFC South. Um, another one I do like. Um, again, it's just Patriots over the Commanders. Commanders were sellers at, you know, the deadline. Um, so they're in full tank mode. And I think Bill Belichick is just that type of coach. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's going to fight to the bitter end. Um, so that's going to be a nice, just, that's one. a nice sneaky play on yeah. a short line, three yeah. and a half. Yeah. Um, Patriots at home, yeah. So uh, those would be sneaky plays. Yeah, I don't but. know if I, where I'm at getting sneaky yet because so I mapped out the rest of my year and uh, teams I'm looking at. I was looking at Cleveland, New Orleans this week, Buffalo next week against the Broncos, uh, Dallas on the road week 11 against the Panthers. 
I'm a little scared of that because, like, of course that would be the game Mike McCarthy would end up losing. Um, but I also circled the Commanders that week hosting the Giants. Um, you guys are both bad, but I just, you know, Commanders are a little bit not as bad. Tennessee week 12, um, that would be at home against, um, damn, come on, Brain. I think the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. And then um, Pittsburgh, Week 13, or maybe Tampa Bay. And then Cincinnati, Week 14. If I save New Orleans, go with them 15. Philly, Jags. You can look at all the schedules. But I feel like I have a path, dude. I feel like I can make it to at least Week 15 with some of these teams I have left. Um but these next two weeks, well, not I think Buffalo against Denver should be a layup, but you never know. It's the NFL. It's very week-to-week-ish, and crazy things happen. But we'll cross our fingers and hope Buffalo beats um, Denver. But then, I mean, Tennessee against the Panthers in Week 12, layup. Dallas against the Panthers, layup. You get through with Pittsburgh or Tampa. Uh, Pitt Pitt is someone really bad. Week 13, who is it? Uh, I'll tell you right now. The Cardinals, yeah, layup. You get in there, you get you get into the head zone. So exciting times if you're still alive in Survivor. Um, we're going to keep talking about this until I get my balls kicked out and sent on the road. So pray for me, everybody. We are praying. Okay, let's wrap it up with some fantasy, Eli. A little fantasy football update for the lunch beers. All right. We had <coughs> Kyle gave a good feeding. Good Sorry, guy. wrong pipe. Kyle gave a good beating to Jake, 141-111. Uh, Nick with a big win over Troy. Troy's struggling this year at 2-6, and 126-110. to Stefan with a big game, 176, over Ramona, 114. Frankie fell to Sags, 107-92. Connor getting back up in the win column. He's one game out of first place over Girth, 132-124. to and then I uh, played against Jared with the win, one fifty three to one oh nine. Sorry. Yeah, pretty tight. I love it. Coming down the wire here, last five games. Yeah, oh, I can't terrifying. believe we're already like all the way dude. through. Yeah. We're more than halfway Fuck, through. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you, yeah, stop. Oh, it's yeah. Christmas. I feel like we just started fantasy too. God damn this it. This is getting bad. And you know what, dude? <laughs> My first two picks, Tony Pollard and Garrett Wilson, man. Oh, oh. Somehow I'm still in it. Like I'm still, what am I, uh, four and four, five honey. Still got a chance. Yeah, you are got, four and four. I started off three and out too. And then yeah. Tony Pollard has been absent. Two two games where the Cowboys won by twenty or more points, and he didn't even crack ten points. And you would think in games like that they're going to run the football. Nah, let's just keep slinging it. That's brutal, man. All right, last thing of the pod, our locks of the week. Don't look now, but your boy is five and six. I think I started the year one and six or one and five. Um, five and six last week. The Commanders. And Giants teaser came through. Um, I kind of almost had a stroke when um, Sam Howell threw that pick. Eagles scored to go up by 14 um, or whatever it was. Uh, I thought my – I just – yeah, I was ready to scream out loud in front of the party I was at. That sucked. But then he came back down, scored a touchdown and covered. So this week 
being at five and six, I got two plays. Going back two plays, college and the NFL. Um, whenever a team beats another team for the first time in 30 years, they party all week, they tear down the goalposts and throw them in the league, I will bet against them the next week. Um, so I am taking Iowa State minus two and a half against Kansas. Uh, that is my college lock. Huge letdown spot. Again, Kansas has been partying all week. Um, they did almost the impossible. If you watch that game, they had no business winning that game. Awesome game, too. Uh, it was a great college game. Um, so I'm going to fade them this week, though. And then I am going to go Raven Seahawks over 42 and a half. As Jared, as Jared alluded to earlier, I think Lamar is turning into the MVP of the league. I think they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, the Todd Munkin offense is really coming into its own right now. Um, so I think they're going to put up points. And then the team that's around Geno, all Geno do, has to do is be average. And the Seahawks are going to score points uh, with the talent around them. Uh, so I'm going to go over 42.5 in that game. Ravens, Seahawks over 42.5 are my two plays. All right. Well, I have a different play. I'm going to take the Rams against the Packers. Ooh, ballsy. I like that. You got the hook with the field goal. They're at plus three and a half right now. I'm not going to do up. I don't deserve to do a lot of talking right now. I just lost two, two locks in a row. So that is my lock. We're going to, we're going to watch that game and hope it unfolds like we expected to. Well, don't feel bad. You could be me and be awful. So, uh, a one in six ATS team, Georgia decided they wanted to be good and cover 14 and a half and absolutely dominate the Gators in the swamp. Um, so started the Saturday off with an L and then, um, oh, let's just keep getting even more mushy. Um, oh, the Ravens gave up a touchdown on the first drive for the first time at 16 games and failed to cover the first quarter two and a half for the first time all season. Um, so another L right in my mouth. And then, oh, you would think the Chiefs should take care of business in the Broncos, right? Pat Mahomes, 11-0 and against Denver in his career. Nah, he's 11-1 and now, so Ravens, Chiefs, money line parlay didn't get there. Um, I I couldn't win a bet if you gave me free money and free mm-hmm. tickets. I couldn't win a bet if you gave me a winning ticket and told me to go cash to the window because it would fall out of my wallet and I'd lose it on my way to the, to the book. <laughs> but... Um, Obviously, I alluded to this potential of using New Orleans um, in Survivor this week. I think I'm going to go Cleveland, but I really do love the Saints this week. They're another team that's not good. ATS are two five and one, but hey, guess what? The Bears are also two five and one, and there's something to be known. The Bears are ass. That's all there is to be known, and. I think this is a game where the Rams get healthy. They're at home. And um, I think Derek Carson, dude, Derek Carson's been slinging the football lately. He's had a couple games in a row, 300 yards. Um, you always, you got the, Alvin Kamara's back. You got the dump off. And then to uh, put the icing on the cake, the Bears are 1-7 as a road dog in their last eight. So what's the odds? I can mush this one. Probably Derek Carr will throw five pick sixes come 